0: There's no point holding up a man as busy as Matt Brown, who's been scampering around making sure that he has all of information about the full field for the ASB Men's Tennis Classic. Matt, uh, good morning. Good morning, Piney. At least five players inside the top 20. Uh, we've come to expect strong fields at the ASB Men's and Women's Classic. Uh, I see Fabio Faldini, the world number 12, has been added to the lineup.
1: Yeah he has, he came here uh, this year made the quarter finals, Uh, since then he won the Monte Carlo Masters, his first big Masters 1000 title, beat Rafa Nadal on clay, no mean feat Um, yeah he's a great addition he's a flamboyant Italian Uh, Benoit Peer who's been before as well but also equally flamboyant and colourful and there might be a few smash rackets if if those two uh, get to meet uh, in the first or second rounds, he's ranked 24 and I mentioned you mentioned at the top there, at least 5 I say at least 5 because this year it's quite different uh, in the sense that in previous years they'd always announced 19 main draw players and you had four uh, qualifiers, uh, three wild cards, a couple of special exempts to make up the 28th draw. This year, they've got five wild cards. That's because there's a new <laughs> ATP Cup, um, the 15 million US dollar tournament being launched at the start of the season in Brisbane, Sydney, and Perth. Uh, 24 t- nations, uh, eight quarter finalists from the Thursday before the ASB Men's Classic, and 16 teams get eliminated. So it's opened up the possibility for a lot more uh, big names, players sort of in that top 20 category, to perhaps play an extra week like Auckland. So Auckland's got this dispensation because it's across the Tasman. You've got, you know, visa issues, et cetera, um, for some players um, to be able to have five main draw wildcards. Now, what that means, three of those are reserved for ATP Cup players, and Carl Budge is pretty confident that he'll get at least another two top-ranked players um, entering after the ATP Cup and playing Auckland before the Aussie Open. So, you know, that's quite exciting. And and when I say, you know, top-ranked players, we're talking players of the ilk of a Dominic team who's, you know, ranked four in the world is a possibility. Um, we're looking at players such as Diego Schwartzman, who's 15 in the world. Keina Shikori, um, I think 11 or 12 in the world, 13 in the world. Uh, players of that ilk, uh, Roberto bautista um another name you might know, Juan Martín del Potro. Those sorts of players who haven't entered week two, but could well be um, in the running to play at the ASP Classic. So I think the field will get even stronger than it currently is. A main draw cut off of 62 at the moment. Um, and a lot of new faces, um, young players, next-gen players, players who are sort of under the age of 21, who played in the next-gen finals in Milan, Kasper Rud of Norway, Ugo Umber of, of um, uh, France, and of course, uh, Francis Tiafo, who I'm sure a lot of listeners will know, the young American, huge game, big hard-hitting game. He's also uh, in the main draw. So a real mix of, of some youth and experience, and uh, yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, top seed will be Daniel Medvedev, will number five, US Open runner up. Uh, Denis Shapovalov's back, uh, Karen Hushinov, John Isner, the veteran. So yeah, really classy, classy lineup, uh,
0: third week of January. So if the cutoff is 62, um, the defending champion, Tennis Sangren, is 68th in the world. So he won't automatically be back to defend his title.
1: He'll need a wild card to get in, and there's no guarantee he will get one. Given that Carl Budge is likely to hold his wild cards back to very late in the piece. I mean, we're also looking you also have to throw in names like an Andy Murray who who, you know, if it goes poorly for Britain at the ATP Cup, they could be done on the Tuesday. Before the men's classic, so there'll be 12 days before the Australian Open starts. So the new contracting really does play into the hands of a tournament like Auckland because the Australian tournament, which is on the same week, the Adelaide tournament, they're using up all their wild cards. They only get three because they're in Australia, um, and those wild cards are going to Australian players. So there is no option for there's there no other tournament on the week before the Australian Open four players who bow out early from the ATP Cup. So, you know, I think Budge is looking pretty, sitting pretty pretty (laughs) uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the sort of talent that might well become available to boost it. So, So why would you necessarily give it to a player ranked 69 in the world? Sure, he won the title this year, but what value is he really going to add when you could have, you know, two or three genuine bigger names um, you know, coming in late. So, yeah, it's quite exciting. It'll be, be quite different. In previous years, we've always thrown up, oh, yeah, know, he's holding one wild card back for the likes of a Murray or a Nadal or a Federer on the off chance they lose early the previous week and then decide to play. Well, those have never eventuated. You've never really had that situation where, you know, we speculated and there was a possibility, but, It wasn't serious. I think this year will be different. This year, there will be some serious contenders and and, and some serious decisions to be made over players who who will want to play. So, um, yeah, the field's strong, but I think it will be considerably stronger come start date on the 13th of January.